Welcome to the King Pepper Snake Show with your host, King Pepper Snake himself, Harry J. Riley. Welcome everybody to the King Pepper Snake Show. I'm your host, Harry J. Riley. Put that under your boobie. I hope everybody's having a great weekend. You're, um, well, um, when you hear this, it'll be the weekend. Hope everybody's enjoying 2020. Uh, this week, no list. Um, there's been some things going on and, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's kept me away from planning like I usually do. And by planning, I mean, I come in here at least uh, 30 minutes beforehand and figure out something to do. It's been a weird couple of weeks. I'll explain a little bit later. Uh, if you are in the Northwest area, I will be in Moscow, Idaho uh, with Phil Kopzinski out at the uh, Performing Arts Center out in uh Moscow. So if you are in the area and you hear this, which is probably about two people, uh, come on out, man. Early bird tickets are $5, $10 otherwise. So uh, get out there. I'll also be in the Tri-Cities, but that's in March. I got some stuff in February, but uh, I don't have my uh, calendar on me. Uh, but I know my next um, big uh, headlining weekend is uh, at Joker's Comedy Club in uh, Richland, Washington. So if you're in the Tri-Cities area, come out and see me, man. I would love to see you. Uh, I will have um, some free tickets to give away. Uh, not many, though, but uh, would love to see you. Uh, come on out and hang out with your boy. Uh, let's get into the podcast. Probably going to be a shorter podcast than usual. Uh, but let's get into it with uh, the box office results from January 17th through the 19th. It was uh, MLK Jr. Day, uh, Monday, the 20th. But we're not going to we're not going to um, worry about that extra day. Um, I don't know how many people are using that day to uh, to go to the movies. You know, maybe people are doing that, but let's just worry about um, the weekend proper, okay? And number one, Bad Boys for Life. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, $62,504,000. Uh, that's the movie we're going to go see uh, this weekend. Uh, me and the lady, we're going to go see that movie. So, uh, uh, I'm hoping uh, it's as good as um, some people have been saying. Uh, number two, it was number one last week, 1917 with 21.9 million. Number three, another new release, Doolittle, 21.8 million. That movie did not look good. Um, that movie didn't look good from the trailers. It looked... It looked, man, how can I explain this? And yes, I just yawned in case you got on headphones or something. 
it seemed more, it, it seemed like they wanted to launch another franchise with um, Robert Downey Jr. But I don't think, I don't think that that was the right approach. Um, it had kind of like a steampunky like vibe to it. Like you don't know what, like you know it's like, you know, industrial revolution type of time frame. There's a lot of steam and 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 big airships and stuff like that. But it, it I don't know, man. With, with, with movies like this, where there's an ensemble cast, ensemble, whatever, however you want to pronounce it, uh, I'm never one to like. To think that, oh, that makes it a better movie. I'm usually like, oh, man. That means that there's just going to be a bunch of um, voices that are heard, before, which I don't understand. I do not understand why you get uh, an actor um, who's famous and then make them just, and then not show their face. You, 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 like, like, you can have Brad Pitt voice a donkey, but why would I care, you know? The only the only times I think it would matter is if it's a comedian, because I feel like not everybody has that gift to take words that are written for them and make it funny. Like uh, Eddie Murphy in the Shrek movies, uh, I feel like if you to just put like a uh, shoot man, like if you put you know like somebody who's not really known for being as funny, it, I don't think it would ring as um true. Uh, number three, Doolittle. Number four, Jumanji, the next level with 9.7 million. It's made 270 million uh, in America, uh, and and this is probably its last week in the. No, it's probably no, because I don't think there's much else coming out this weekend, so it'll probably still be in the top ten uh, next week. Number five, Star Wars, Episode Nine, The Rise of Skywalker, eight point two million. Mm, I mean, it's it's Star Wars, but you know it didn't do anything for me. Rounding out the top ten, number six, Little Women. Number seven, Just Mercy. Number eight, Knives Out. No, number yeah, number eight, Knives Out. Number nine, Like a Boss. That didn't do as well as I thought it was going to do. And number 10, Frozen 2. Yes, Frozen 2. And that has been your top 10 for the week. I do have a pessimist corner. Uh, and it's about the impeachment. I really think... Um, I really... All right, let me reset this. Why do why do I have a pessimistic stance about it? Because I don't think it's going to change anything and nobody is nobody but a select few people are actually serious about it. Uh, up before Trump was um impeached, there was only two presidents that were ever impeached. Andrew Johnson, the guy after Lincoln, and Bill Clinton, the guy after the first Bush. And it, it didn't get through past the Senate. It didn't go, go past the Senate. 
I feel as though Trump has an even better chance of um like if 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 Johnson and Clinton were both uh like flimsy reasons, not flimsy but not really not the strongest reasons to uh, remove uh, a president from office. Trump has a good, you know, it's like, yeah, we should probably get him out of office for all the, the BS that he's done. But you're not, number one, they don't have the votes. So I don't know why people got so, I don't know why people got so happy when the House impeached them because it's like the Senate don't, doesn't have enough votes. They got to go through it anyway because the House um, impeached them. So the Senate has to go through and, and do the whole trial thing, but it's not going to happen. Uh, Trump is like that crazy uncle that you have at the cookout that's always loud and saying, man, I could fix, man, let me tell you what you need to do. And then he tells you like this very over simplistic answer to something that uh, needs a, a, a broader uh, scope or um, that you need to do something more complicated with, you know, he's like, oh, well, China's been screwing us for years. So this is what we do. We screw them back. And it's like, yeah, but do you understand the consequences of that? Oh, there's all these Mexicans crossing the border. I'm gonna make a wall. It's like, yeah, but What's the consequences of that? Who's going to pay for it? Oh, I make Mexico pay for it. Are you really? You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's got these simplistic answers to things that you're like, man, you, you shouldn't really be thinking like that. You should be, you should be thinking of it like, oh, we're dealing with, there's a ripple effect to it. Uh, but that's not, that's not the reason he's, uh, being, being a shitty president is not against the law. Um, But the whole um, looking to um, the Biden boys' um, dealings in the Ukraine, or um, we're going to withhold your um, funding, which I never understood. I never understood why America uh, just like drops money on people, but then gets all weird about. Um, dropping money on its own citizens. It always seems weird to me. It's like, oh, you're going to give this com this um country billions of dollars, but you but you don't want but there's no way to get health care for for people. That, that that seems asinine to me. And yeah, you know, strategic mumble jump and all that. But I mean, what's the difference between a couple billion when you're speaking in these terms? You can't shave off a couple of these billions and put it into the betterment of um, your citizens. It seems weird to me, but let's get back to the um, impeachment. Cause that's what this pessimistic corner is about. I've already said like nine pessimistic things. Trump is Trump is one. Trump is one of these people that for his entire life, he's just been able to squeeze through the cracks of like decency and what's right and what's wrong. Because when you have that much money, 
and you just have the balls to just do it, you can get a lot of stuff done when other people would have, you know, gotten pointed at and go, hey, man, you can't do that. So this is another thing where Trump is going to squeeze by and he's going to spend the next like seven, eight months talking about how, uh, why he should be reelected. And he's probably going to get reelected because, uh, his um, base is going to be so inflamed that you would try to do anything to this good man. That's just trying to get rid of Mexicans and fight China. You're not going to get it. You, you're not, you're not getting them out of office. I, I really can't see this happen. If it happens, I'll be surprised but I can't see it happen. Even if they do impeach him, I don't even see him leaving without a fight, man. I could, he, I could see him dragging them Marines, dragging him out of the white house, kicking and screaming before he just walks out. Because then that's the one thing. It seems to me that Trump is a very simplistic guy. And what he wants to do is he wants to do whatever Obama did, he wants to undo it. Because I think in his mind, he's like, how the hell did this black guy get elected before I got elected? And I think everything he's everything that Obama has tried to do, he's uh, um, tried to undo it. And... That fan, th that base likes all of that because every time he opens his mouth, he says something about Obama or something that um, happened uh, to Obama. So I don't think they're going to get him out. Uh, this is all a farce. I don't know why they're playing it on NBC. Good thing I got um, other things to do. So I have to put through. I would hate to be in like an old folks home or in a, uh, waiting area right now where all you can do is just sit there and watch the proceedings. Cause it is ridiculous. Cause I mean, who who's looking at that going? Yeah, they got the evidence. They got enough. No, it's not going to work. He's going to be in office still. And he's probably going to win in um, 2020. And uh, he's going to, we're going to have to have four more years of him. And then he's going to say, oh yeah, let's get rid of this constitution. Cause I can't be, I can't do what I want to do with this constitution in a way. And people are going to be like, yeah, man, get rid of that thing. All right. That's worst case scenario, but that's my uh, idea. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, I told you I was going to, at the end of the show, I was going to tell you why uh, I, I didn't release an episode last week. Uh, I uh, I don't want to get too much into it, but um, something happened with my, uh, my daughter, and uh, she's been at the hospital for a week yeah over a week now and uh also we had the loss of um a good friend of mine tony russell uh suicide and um mental health is very important but for some reason there are groups out there that uh 
that kind of think less when uh think less about that they think it's all about um pushing through and shoving those feelings down and uh i you know i've i've dealt with uh mental health issues you know a long time and I always felt ashamed of it because my family never, uh, you know, that's not something that was thought about in the black community. You, you're not depressed or, you know, uh, bipolar or something like that. You just, you're lazy or you're crazy or, um, excuse me for saying this word, you're retarded. Uh, that's, you know, that's basically how it was when I was growing up. So you kind of hid those things. Um, and you know, when I was growing up, it was poor, you know? So it's like, yeah, you should be sad. You're poor. You ain't got no money. So yeah, you should, you should be sad. Poor people should be sad. You don't have any money to enjoy things. Uh, when I grew up and actually had access to, um, to mental health um, services. I've used it. Um, I've done um, therapy. Uh, I've done uh, medication. And uh, I, I, I haven't done group talk because I, I'm not saying I can fix things by myself, but I think the tools that I had helped before I needed to uh go down that road go down the road of um of um therapy with others and i just i for all those out there there's nothing wrong with uh seeking help it's actually the strongest thing you can do is to seek help to look uh, for a way to get better, you know, uh, because life is so much better when you're happy about it, if that made any sense. I mean, my pessimist corner probably didn't make any sense. So, uh, you know, um, when I found out that Tony had uh, committed suicide. It just shook my body because, I mean, I knew uh, the issues that was going on. I, not in detail, like what was going on. I knew he tried a couple of times before and uh, I knew he suffered from depression. You know, we talked about it a little bit, but you know, we talked about it like guys kind of skimming the surface, not really getting too deep into it. And I wish, you know, and I think this happens all the time. You wish you could look at him and go, hey, man, if you're at that point, talk to me. And uh, I'm always uh, mindful of uh, the times we had. Um. 
You know, he was also an Air Force brother, military brother, uh, brother in arms. And you always feel like when one of your one of the good soldiers passes, it's like, man, you gave yourself for this country, and uh, you should be able to live in relative peace for a long time. And uh, he wasn't able to get to that point. Uh, at the same time. Uh, I also think that uh, suicide is one of those things where a lot of the times you can figure it out and you don't need to to go that route. It can be better. You know, tomorrow is always a new day. That's what I keep in mind all the time, that tomorrow is a new day. I might not feel like this tomorrow. I might not feel like this tomorrow. And... Uh, when you commit suicide, you don't get that chance. You're at that point where you're like, this is it. It cannot get any better. And that's why, that's what I always think. But, you know, um, people have different ways of looking at things. And um, I've never, I've, I've been at that brink before where I didn't, think I could go on anymore so I can understand like how much pain you have to go through where you physically hurt and you just don't want to go through it anymore you, your, your mind is just taking you, you know your mind is just gone through this so many times that you just want to end it all um there's many resources, especially in the um, Spokane area. Suicide Prevention Line, you can go to the ER and they can uh, um, direct you to proper uh, mental health um, facilities. Um, you know, uh, the pessimist in me hates the world and doesn't like the planet, but at the same time, I feel like because we only have one life, we don't get a redo. I, f I feel like you shouldn't, you should try to suck as much joy out of the smallest of things for as long as you can while you're here. And for me, that's comedy, that's photography, that's videography, that's doing these podcasts. This is the things that I like to do. And that's why I've been doing it. That's why I've kept doing it, even though, you know, it's on a not consistent basis. Whenever I'm down in the dumps, I always go to the things that I enjoy. And that's why um, I've been doing it for almost three years and I keep doing it, even though uh, it's not regular. Uh, I hope everybody uh, can find help. There's nothing wrong with calling your best friend or your mom or your dad or whoever, you know, family and uh, and telling them how, how you're feeling and, you know, getting help that way. I, I think that's it, man. I just, I, it always sucks when there's um, 
when somebody you care about, somebody you love, uh, doesn't want to be around anymore. Um, so I feel like that's why we should look out, look at our friends, and tell them how you feel about them. You know, so because maybe one day when they're feeling really down, and they think about it, and they go, yeah. That person cared about me. That person still cares about me. So maybe I should stick around for another day. You know, because there's always tomorrow. All right, guys. I'll see you next week. Probably in a better mood. Probably with a um, list. I'll actually work on it until next week. Uh, hit me up on all the social media things. King Pepper Snake. Uh, you guys take care. Peace out, Thanks for listening to the King Pepper Snake Show. Please visit us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, don't eat the yellow snow. Bye.